0: Welcome to Second Half Now, a listening experience for the 50-plus generation, second-halfers, boomers, and seniors. The mission of this show is to help people learn how to live a life that matters. This is what adds purpose and fulfillment to our days and helps us make sense of this crazy thing called life. Your hosts are Dr. Dan Critchett and Patrick Lyons and the show is all about guests and topics that deal with the challenges and opportunities of real people in today's world. If you want to live a life that matters, Dr. Dan and Patrick are in the studio now and ready to begin today's discussion. Let's join them now.
1: You do have second half now. I'm happy to welcome you to our show. This is a radio show and podcast that is uniquely designed for the age 50 plus generation. And this is where we discuss the things that are important, the things that matter to us in the second half of life. And we all know that the second half uh, looks and feels a whole lot different than the first half. So I want to welcome you to the discussion, invite you to pull up a chair and join us at the table. We uh, have a group here in our studio today, and we'll introduce them in just a moment. I am Dr. Dan Critchett, your host, along with our co-host, Patrick Lyons. And Patrick has a good word for us
2: today. Hey, Dan. Yeah, so today we're going to learn about uh, a resource that's available for struggling marriages. So if that's where you are, definitely make sure that you listen. But my word today is for those who have been through it, who maybe uh, have come out of it on the other side where your marriage is in a really good place because it comes from Matthew 5.15. No one lights a lamp and puts it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a lamp stand where it gives light for everyone in the house. So how can you potentially give back what God has given to you?
0: And
1: I want to set the table I invited you to pull up a chair so here's uh, here's the setting of the table you know in the second half of life some things get better with age like fine wine and some cheeses but uh, there are also some things that kind of go downhill like our energy levels our strength and stamina and our interest in things that are hip and cool that's uh, not so much our priority anymore but some things uh, get kind of old or tired but we would really like to refresh them we want to get them back we want to have some vitality again in some areas of life and these are things things that uh, were exciting and fulfilling back in the day but now after a bunch of years they aren't what they used to be. And one of those things is what we're going to talk about today and that is marriage. We started off with initial attraction, romantic dates, wedding plans, great intentions, first home, first child, long walks and talks, dreams for the future or some combination of those things for you and your marriage. You know, all that good stuff. Now, fast forward 20 or 30 years and whoops, what happened? Where did all that good stuff go? If you can relate to this, then lean into the discussion because we're going to talk about how things got dull and what can be done to revive them. I'm real happy to uh, share that we have in studio today Al and Autumn Ray. They are the founders of Marriage Team, and we're going to understand a little bit more about that term of how, how a, uh, a team approach and a coaching approach can really help. Uh, revitalize and refresh a marriage it's a powerful approach to help married couples reclaim the life and vitality of their marriage so they use a unique approach not counseling or therapy books or videos but coaching and the uh, title of today's show is a great way to refresh your marriage in the second half so Alan Autumn Ray want to thank you so much for coming in today and welcome to second half now well it's a pleasure to be here Dan thank you for having us and I'm just looking across the table here, and I know you've been over in this seat because you guys have done your own show over a period of time. And you've done a lot of communicating, a lot of speaking and training, and uh, you're, wonder, you're, you're running a, a, what I think a wonderful uh, organization that's helped a whole lot of people, and we want to uh, learn about those things. So let's get right into it. Um, you know, it's very common for marriages to get uh, dull and boring and unfulfilling after 20 or 30 years. And can you help us understand, first of all, what that looks and feels like from maybe from a husband's perspective and from a wife's perspective? How, how is that? What are we thinking and feeling when it's been that long and things have gotten kind of dull?
3: Yeah, okay. Well, from the woman's perspective, you know, you kind of know what this man is going to say and how he's going to behave in certain circumstances. And probably over the years, you've learned that some of those times you don't like what he's going to say and the way he's going to behave. So sometimes you just kind of withdraw because you have this expectation. You know, you've been focused on the kids, They've been taking up most of your life and now all of a sudden they're gone and you have the empty nest and you're faced with this person that you've really lost touch with over the years and you don't know how to get it back. And I think that's one of the biggest problems um, why it becomes dull. Uh, It's not that you want it to. It's not that you wouldn't choose to do something different, but we don't know What to do.
1: Yeah. And could you just share a couple of words that maybe would describe a feeling or an emotion? How does it feel to be sort of in that dull space of life? Alone. Okay. Uh,
3: Desolate. Yeah. And what we hear all the time is hopeless. Oh, wow.
1: Okay. That is really key. I think a lot of our listeners might have touched into those feelings a little bit if they've been married 20 or 30 years without some sort of revitalizing or help or something, they might be experiencing some of those very things.
3: Well, the other thing that's key here is that it doesn't happen overnight. And many times it happens in the early part Mm, of your relationship, and that sets the stage for what's going to happen later on in life.
1: Okay. So uh, after the honeymoon, uh, you have some interchanges and so forth. You learn more about each other, and you think, oh, that's the way it's going to be? Well, I guess I won't bring that up anymore. Mm -hmm. Or we can't go there or can't talk about that, can't deal with those things. So, Al, you want to talk about on the the man's side?
4: Well, I think that the man's feelings are much the same as Autumn described. You've tried all these things, and they haven't worked. So there's topics you avoid, yeah. and you, f- you fall into something that's comfortable. that yeah. keeps you both connected, but not antagonistic. So it's just the same kind of thing. And you wish it could be better, but you really don't know how. Yeah. And I think Autumn hit on the key. It's something that if you're not been practicing the skills all along, then it's where you're gonna end up. Yeah. Uh, because it doesn't happen overnight.
1: And, and what about a, uh, a word or two about the feeling or emotional of being in that space?
4: Well, I mean, it's it, there's that hopelessness feeling, mm-hmm. and I think there's a frustration that as a guy, you can't fix it, you can't make it better, yeah. because whatever you try yeah. to do doesn't seem to work. Yeah, um, and you're just stuck. And we I are
1: mean, we are fixers. We are fixers.
4: And I
2: like the word stuck. That's very.
4: And that's what yeah. we say with marriages. You know, you're not broken. You're stuck. Right. So a coach can help you get unstuck.
2: Okay. So for a listener who resonates with the word hopeless. And to me, hopeless is that's exactly where the enemy wants all of us, wants us completely giving up hope that anything can change. It's the biggest lie. So if that's where I am... What are my prospects for uh, for change? How will I know? Is there a word that you can give the person who's there so that they can know there is there is hope for the future?
3: You know, let me just normalize yeah. that a little bit, that hopelessness. Where does that come from? We believe a lot of times it comes from this kind of an analogy. When you are raised, you're raised on a different team and you learn how to do life on that team. So you learn how to communicate. You learn how to solve problems. You learn how to handle conflict. And you know that that's the way to do it because that's how you survived in this family of origin. And then you marry someone and they come from a different family of origin and have a different playbook for doing life. And, and you form this new team. Each of you has this different playbook. And what happens from early on is that you never learn how to meld the playbook mm. to become the same team. And so gradually that's how hopelessness will settle. Imagine playing on a losing team. It is pretty hopeless. Let me just give you an example of what that looks like, a playbook. So when I got married, I had a play in my playbook that said if Alan loved me and cared about me, he'd know what I needed and wanted. And that I, and so if Alan didn't know what I needed and wanted, what did that translate to me? Mm. In my playbook, he didn't love me. didn't love you. Yeah. Alan didn't have that play in his playbook. Yeah. And so what does that practically look like? That practically looks like Autumn is mad. Autumn is angry. Autumn yeah. is upset about something. And she's in the kitchen banging cupboard doors <laughs> or throwing silverware on the table. And her teammate, supposedly, comes in and what does he say? Honey, what's wrong? Honey, what's wrong? And what does honey say?
4: Nothing. Nothing. Nothing.
3: We've all been there. Nothing. Because it was not in my playbook to answer that question. If he loved me and cared about me, he should know. So isn't that odd? And you go through life building up these bad plays and these bad plays, and you never say, hey, when one person in this team is angry or upset, what is the team going to do? We never answer that question.
1: This this picture is so... Uh, really powerful and so helpful because I think you're right. What you're drawing the picture is in our growing up years we assimilated the playbook from our family or aunts and uncles or grandparents and parents and all of that. Uh, but then we come together uniquely, individually, with another person who has a totally different playbook. And speaking of playbook, I want to invite our uh, listeners to go to secondhalfnow.com and uh, Al and Autumn Ray with Marriage Team have a wonderful. I'm looking at it right here. A playbook has a lot of really excellent insights. Kind of reminders, it's not a whole training course, but it's a single sheet. And if you would like to have one of those, we'd uh, get one to you. Just go to our website, secondfnow.com, hit the uh, contact page, and just tell us you'd like to get one of those. We'll send it to you either electronically to your uh, inbox as a PDF, as an attachment, or we'll even put it in the mail to you. But do that because this is really, really good stuff. Well, thank you,
4: Dan. We had a lot of fun putting that together, actually. Uh, Autumn and our son pulled all that together. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Our our son's a coach, too. He and his wife. Okay. And they pulled that together. I uh, saw
1: him on your website. Uh, Yeah. That had the same last names, last name, so I kind of assumed. Yep. But uh, yeah, yeah, good. So um, <laughs> let's see, where are we? Um, so we, we talk about communication, and uh, Autumn, you're kind of tipping your hand a little bit about the the need for com- and assumptions, and how to get uh, get understanding together. So why is communication so important um, to refresh a marriage, and can you actually learn new communication skills when you come together as a team? Yeah. Well, I think that communication is the key, but when we say communication, it's
4: really listening. We've come to believe that listening is the key because we all want to be understood. And unfortunately, people listen and they confuse listening with hearing. I mean, we hear a lot of things, but listening, certainly the way marriage team looks at it, listening is about understanding. The job of the listener is to understand the speaker. They don't have to agree with them, but they've got to make the speaker feel understood. And when you think about it, when somebody understands you, then it's like you don't have to argue with them. You don't have to try and build your case. It's like, finally, somebody understands me. Mm -hmm. And what we find is... That with understanding comes the empathy, comes the motivation for change. Because when I really understand what my behavior or words have, have done to Autumn, I mean, I don't want that. So now if somebody, if a coach were to say, so Alan, what are you going to do differently? Autumn, what would you like to see done differently? You know, now we can have a conversation about that and all of the emotion has been sort of drained yeah. out with the understanding.
2: Yeah. If, let me ask this. If, if I've been hearing for years but not really listening what's one or two things that i can do today to start listening instead of just hearing well
3: you know what let me let me just give you an example of that and this happened in our own relationship just the other day so it's not like alan and autumn are perfect we are not. We are going to have struggles in our relationship, and we have to keep falling back on the tools that we know. Okay, so this is a funny thing, but I sold something from Craigslist, and people know Craigslist as you list things on there, and other people call you and buy them. And I sold something on Craigslist, and I was telling Alan about it, and Alan disapproved of what I had done. He thought I should have gotten a different price for it or something. And so my insecurities kick in. And so I'm mm. no longer going to communicate the way an adult should. Mm. I'm not putting on my big girl pants anymore. I'm going to regress to the two-year-old. And so what happens in that relationship, this is what communication looks like. It's like Alan hears what's really going on inside of me and doesn't try to to tell me what to do. Mm. Doesn't He listens and he says to me, so what I hear you saying is that you felt like I was um, putting you down, like you felt like you didn't do a good enough job. Like, See, he's not being defensive. Yeah, He's really hearing what I'm going to say. And it will just slow the conversation down. It will get it back to an even keel. Mm. That's what we're talking about listening, is not trying to defend yourself, not trying to put your two cents in, but verifying what the other person said. So this is what I heard you say. You're really mad at me about this. You really think this, this is how you feel instead of getting defensive about what I've said.
1: I think that'd make a huge difference. And Al, I'd like to hear your side of that. And we're gonna do that right after the break. So folks don't go away, we'll be right back.
0: Do you have aging loved ones who need some help at home? How do you know when it's time to get some assistance? And what are the signs they may not be able to live at home safely? Golden Placement Services specializes in these questions and transitions. They provide professional placement services when it comes time to find a safe, comfortable place for your loved one to live. These are people you can trust, and their services are provided at no charge to your family. Call Diane Delaney at 503-926-2111. That's 503-926-2111. Golden Placement Services. Caring professionals you can trust.
5: Sometimes we just need a little help around the house. Small repairs, painting, lawn and yard maintenance, cleanup jobs. These are some of the things handled by Sheldon's Maintenance. Or if your roof needs repair or replacing, or if you have a kitchen or bathroom that needs remodeling or updating, Sheldon's Maintenance is your go-to source for help. For all your handyman needs, call Sheldon's Maintenance for a free estimate. 503-804-7717. That's 503 804-7717 Sheldon's Maintenance For all your handyman needs
0: If you are even thinking about buying or selling a house, you really need to talk to the best in the business. You probably have lots of important questions after all, it's not just a house it's your home. Dave Long at 24-7 Properties is the realtor who can answer your questions and provide lots of options. There's no cost or obligation to get his accurate, reliable information that will help you make the decisions that are best for you call dave long at 503-607-4216 that's 503-607-4216 24 7 properties it's not just your house it's your home
5: hello milo believes that prevention and proactive thinking are the future of aging with grace and independence at home we offer regular delivery of healthy nutritious meals designed by a certified licensed dietitian. our meals are chef prepared and delivered to the home We also offer helpful home visits by our trained companions who can help with light housekeeping, small helpful tasks, or personal activities such as going for a walk, working a puzzle, or just having a friendly chat. Find out how we can help you or your loved one. Call Milo at 877-243-5928. That's 877-243-5928. Hello Milo, promoting grace and independence at home.
2: Welcome back to Second Half Now. We also want to give a special thank you to our other sponsors Nancy Cummings, the reverse mortgage specialist. Thanks to Jay Tompkins, where you can find products and strategies for anti aging and wellness. To serving our neighbors, who are raising up leaders and building bridges to better our communities. Thanks to Bob Lum, integrity and service for all your insurance needs. Better, smarter, richer, where you can do what you love and earn an income doing it. Thanks to Carmen Farmer, the enjoyment coach for retirees who want more fun and fulfillment. And to Marriage Architects, where you can design and build your dream marriage. You can check out these and all of our great sponsors at secondhalfnow.com. Click on our network tab. And uh, definitely please visit them. We we value them a lot.
1: We appreciate it so much that it's these sponsors, all of them, the ones that you heard on the commercials, but then also these ones that Patrick just read. They're the ones that make this show possible. And um, that's how we can be on the air because we don't sell anything uh, on our show. We don't ask for donations. And it's our sponsors that provide that show for you. And this great content that we're uh, right in the middle of right now, we have Al and Autumn Ray, founders of Marriage Team We're right in the middle of a really excellent um, uh, dialogue, and I really appreciate you guys coming in. So we're going to pick up where we left off. And, Al, back to this little picture of what Autumn was uh, saying about the Craigslist uh, matter. Maybe, Maybe you can add to that for our listeners.
4: Well, it was just from my perspective. It was just a conversation, yeah. and because I just asked a question and I guess conveyed that I thought that the price was a little bit lower. You know, I had no idea that the impact that autumn was going to have on it—that it was going to have on autumn. So, consequently, I was somewhat surprised by the reaction. Without the conversation and the understanding, you sort of scratch your head and say, "Well, I won't go there again," and and the relationship just continues to deteriorate if you're not talking those things
1: through yeah and but but that was handled as a team right so you did what you coach to do what you coach other people to do. Right. And it kind of diffused, brought the temperature down, and you went back to normal, and you, you sold something else on Craigslist. I'm just making that up.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that, but you're right. That is exactly the problem with with relationships, is that once you get the pinch and it doesn't go smoothly, mm. you give up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you don't know what to do. Yeah. And that's a plug for coaching. <laughs> Especially when you've been
2: through it before. If you've experienced that a, a few times, that's where you, you start thinking, you know what? We can't do this. It's, it's never going to change. And that's where the hopelessness kicks in. Exactly. Right,
3: but that's not the God that we serve. The God we serve is a God of resurrection, is a God of life, is a God of renewing.
1: Thank you. Excellent. Yeah, the name of our show for today, the title is A Great Way to Refresh Your Marriage in the Second Half. And let's get into it. Let's describe this coaching thing a little bit. You guys have been at it a long time. You've trained a lot of people. You have marriage coaches that coach other people. So this wonderful organization. So tell us about uh, what this coaching, this marriage coaching looks like. Well, and we've already been really talking
4: about it. What coaches do is they help couples learn new skills, but simply learning the skills isn't enough if they're not applied over a long period of time for them to become habits. So that's what coaches do is they teach the skills and then they help the couples apply those skills, those listening skills in the discussion like Autumn was sharing Mm -hmm. on the issues that they're facing so they can come up with their solutions to break the patterns and the ruts that they're in. So like we said earlier, people are stuck, they're not broken. So coaches, coaching is for people that are stuck and want to get out of the rut. Mm.
1: They want to figure out a new way to do things. You used a key word, I think it was habit to learn new habits and to reinforce those by continually doing them over it's like a golf swing or it's like anything else in a sport or any other kind of activity to uh, replace the old bad habits with new better ones that work better for you exactly yeah
3: and then when you see the results you want to continue doing it because yeah. you see how great yeah. the results are. business people have coaches yeah and everybody thinks it's great to have a coach but if you mention oh we're going to have a marriage coach all of a sudden, people think it's like a bad thing to do, because, yeah. you, but it isn't. It's the yeah. best thing that you can yeah.
1: do.
4: As a matter of fact, one person was just uh, sharing how a friend was telling them that they were having problems in their marriage. And the friend said, I know. And the guy looked at him, how do you know? Like, it's all over. Yeah. He said, how do you know? And he says, well, you're married, aren't you? Yeah. So it's, yeah. you know, we all go through it.
1: I really like your playbook. I'm going to put it out there again, listeners. Uh, go to our website, secondfnow.com. Go to the contact page and just let us know that you would like a copy of this. It's a one th- that I have here is a uh, if it's a kind of a three-panel single sheet. Fold them up and it's got such great stuff on here, a lot compacted into here. And so here's a quote from Alan Autumn Ray. It says, "We tend to act on our feelings and our teammates' behavior. Good teammates do just the opposite." <laughs> I like that. So um, can you tell us a little bit about maybe some of the track record or some of the results that you've seen, some of the outcomes uh, over the years? Um, I don't know not necessarily looking for statistics, but you know that or some individual stories. We have just a few minutes left to finish up here. So uh, how yeah. about that?
4: Well, I, I'm sort of the statistics guy, but yeah. just very briefly, yeah. about 35 percent of the couples that come to us are in that position where they're really struggling, and they may have even talked about separation. Mm. And of those, 89% decide not to separate after coaching. Wow. After coaching. 89%. 89%. So wow. the coaching process is quite effective yes. in helping people to get those skills yes. and apply the skills. And when the when the behaviors change, the feelings change. Yeah. yeah. So it's not yeah. it's it's not hard at all to resurrect those old feelings and uh, create a, a new relationship. You can't go back and change the past, but you don't have to continue to live in it. You know, sure. one
2: of my one of my favorite things about marriage ministry is that the the impact is generational. So you eighty nine eighty nine percent of those couples that the 35% that were struggling that are now on a better road, on a better path that now won't split if their children involved. I mean, they're now seeing that their parents pushed through a difficult time so that when they're facing that in their own marriages, they have something to draw on. They have a a, a better playbook they do. to draw from. So I opened with that, when God gives you a gift, you do something with it. When you light a lamp and you put it on a lampstand. So for our listeners who have come through the struggle, who are on the other side, how can they get involved? How can you use them in a marriage, in marriage coaching? Well,
4: we do do marriage trainings, uh, coach trainings, a couple times a year, and we have one coming up in the near future. And for people that are interested in learning about becoming a marriage coach, they can call Marriage Team. That's three six zero four five zero six zero four two. So, 6042 Or go on the website. Yeah, go, go ahead, give the address. And it's uh, marriageteam.org.
2: Excellent.
3: Perfect. Yeah, And I don't want people to think they have to have a perfect relationship out there because we probably don't want you. <laughs> yeah. Everybody has problems in their relationship and and we want people to come yeah, right. who know uh, that yeah. it's and,
2: normal. And we talked, as we were preparing for this show uh, be, earlier, we talked about how just being a marriage coach strengthens your own marriage. Tell us how that is.
4: Well, it's uh, they say that to if you really want to learn something, you teach somebody else. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what it, what we hear from the coaches. Every time they coach another couple, they go over the skills, and and they remember them, and they help the other couple with them, and they're blessed in the process, and they say that it strengthens their marriage each and every time
1: they coach. That's great. Would you believe it? We're out of time already, so we're going to wind down. But if you, as a listener, if you think that marriage coaching may be of help for your marriage, bring some uh, vitality and refreshment back uh, contact Marriage Team, uh, MarriageTeam.org, or Al uh, gave the phone number. Why don't you give that phone number? Sure, three six zero four five zero six zero four two. And if you don't get that, go to our website and let us know, and we'll put you right in touch with them. On the other hand, like we were saying, also if you think that you could help other uh, marriages by being a marriage coach yourself, uh, also to you use that same uh, connection uh, process on the website, on our contact page, or the phone number that was given. So. We're winding down here. Gosh, we could go on for a little while, but I just hope that a little spark of hope uh, you know, has been given to some of our listeners, either as a ministry that they could get involved in helping other people, or if they need some help. Any of you uh, need need that refreshment, we want you to uh, contact us. So we've been talking to Al and Autumn Ray, founders of Marriage Team. Uh, they are living lives that matter by helping couples get the very most out of their marriages. The title of today's show was... A great way to refresh your marriage in the second half. Al and Autumn Ray, thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you, guys. Yep. Thank you, Yeah. So, listener, if you have questions about today's topic or if you have suggestions of other topics, other guests, let us know. Go to secondhalfnow.com. Fill out that contact page, shoot it into us, and we'll uh, respond. So sign up to receive our show uh, every week, and you can do that same thing. I want to thank you for listening today. Second Half Now helping today's 50-plus American live a life that matters. Until next time, may God help you live a life that matters. Join us at the table next time. Find all of our shows on our website, secondhalfnow.com.
0: You've been listening to Second Half Now, a listening experience dedicated to helping the 50-plus American live a life that matters for second-halfers, boomers, and seniors. As we wrap up this episode, we invite you to take action, step up, get engaged, do something to learn more. Find out what you can do right now to take a step toward living a life that matters. Connect with us on our website, secondhalfnow.com. Learn the many ways you can listen to the show, share it with others, and actually take some steps in the right direction. Think about it. The opposite of living a life that matters is living a life that doesn't matter. Now that doesn't sound very appealing, does it? Go to secondhalfnow.com and let's explore what's next for you.